Welcome back to a severe case of indecision. Our completely biased opinions and Ian banging on the table with Ian and Tyler, and you're listening to Sound Audits. Um, we are official members of Carol's team now. We have been officiated. Um, Carol Link started following us on Instagram. Yay! Yay for us! Carol recognizes our talent for shitting on albums and turning people away because of our horrible opinions. Anyway, we're glad to be back today. We have a very. Sp- By the way, how are we doing, Tyler? Doing good. I'm very excited to talk about this album. Are you really? I'm excited to talk about it. I'm not. Uh... No, we'll get into it. Okay. 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 You know what I today, mean. Today, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Today, we are talking about. How do you even pronounce his name? Nash. 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 It's Nash and not Ganesh. Yeah. It's spelled Ganesh. The G is, is Silente. His name is Nash. Then. Um, do you have any info pulled up on him? Because I don't. I'm going to take that face as a no, so uh, brief cutaway here while we find info on the so, guy. Actually, Lil so Garrett Charles Nash was born on oh, well, June that 16th of 1993. Um, his stage name is Nash, stylized as Nash with a silent G. I'm reading this, weeding, I'm reading this I'm reading straight this, off of Wikipedia. He is an, an American singer, songwriter, rapper, DJ, and record producer. He produced his own album and all of his music. He is the well, producer. So that might that clear some sense. things up. Um, he released his debut extended play EP titled You in March of 2015 on SoundCloud and followed up with the Me EP in December of 2015. His third EP titled Us was released in March of 2017, uh, which included the single I Hate You, I Love You, featuring Olivia O'Brien, which is probably one of the highest peaks of this album, in my opinion, even though some might look at this and be like, well, that's bad. Uh, But you can kind of see a theme in his music with the titling of his projects in that this man is depressed. (laughs) Hardcore. Well, I mean, this album's called We. So, did we already say that? Did we already say that? I forget. It's called I We. I don't know, man. Um, and honestly, just looking at the album cover, uh, before I even started listening to this album, I was like, hey, this might be good, because the album cover it caught my eye, and the art, the artwork's great. Yeah, I, I do really like his album. a bunch of flowers and butterflies and artwork. shit, but it's like, it's really, really good. It's not, it's like, I don't know. I don't know. So this album is titled We, and I actually really like the premise of this album. Um, He says it in one of his songs, but the the entire thought process behind creating this album is that it's the story that will never be We. So it's, uh, it's like preemptive to something that never happened, but... I don't I don't know how to say what I'm trying to say. The this this it it's this story that will never become something more than a thought. Does that gotcha. make any sense? Yeah, no. Or it's something that seems completely unattainable to him. I guess. Yeah. No, that's a better way of saying it. You just use your 
educated vocabulary. <laughs> and I'll sit back here like the homeschooler that I am. <sighs> so this album is uh, 13 songs long, 40 minutes. It's actually one of the um, stronger album lengths that I've come across in the... Uh, course of this year because I mean well I mean there was the Alice Merton record which was I feel like that was a, a proper length that was um, ridiculous but, I love that hell yeah and I just I just feel like I can, I can appreciate how he managed to get 13 songs in 40 minutes on a record because a lot of times people put 13 songs on a record and it'll end up being like 20 or something like that it's just the, the definition of an album has become very very abstract and uh, to see somebody putting together a project that is actually of substance is nice. It's refreshing. Here's the thing, is that with <clears throat> albums now... I smell something fucking burning. It's my... Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Do you smell that? Yeah. Oh, fuck. I might want to go check on that shit. Oh, fuck. Pause. <laughs> Give me a minute. Oh, God! Ladies and gentlemen, there is no house fire. We're all good. Where were we? I forget completely. So what I was going to say is that the idea of an album has kind of changed because now it's not so much oh, a yeah, project as it is just a a like a collection almost. Yeah. And the reason being is that anybody can go through Apple Music or go on to Spotify and cherry pick what they want. And not listen from beginning to end in the way that albums originally were. You'd get a vinyl, you would put it on the player, and you'd listen from beginning to end. If you wanted a single, then you'd buy the single 45 and put it on, then you'd have what you, exactly what you wanted. But being so digital and accessible now, it's kind of changed where artists can pump out music every six months. People like... DJ Khaled and <laughs> people will go through and pick he's not even two, a musician, or, two or three songs that they like you know he's not even a, he's like he's like a figure he he takes musicians he takes them under his wing and he puts them all in a room together and says create something I'm gonna say my name on it and dip that is <laughs> that is the extent of DJ Khaled's career and he's a fucking millionaire like, He's his son so is richer money. than I am. His two-year-old baby Asad. has more money Asad. than I am. <laughs> his baby's name is Assad. His, his baby is worth more money than I am. Okay, the the father of Assad album Asad. is dropping in a couple months. Oh, is it really? Oh, I'm so hyped. We're going we're gonna to oh, review it. Oh, fuck yeah. We get to review a DJ Khaled yes. album. <laughs> I follow his Snapchat. I watch him every day. I'm, I'm up to something big here. Oh, he like stands. In the, he stands in the sunshine. He's like, oh, the the sun is the sun is shining on me. Oh, praise the Most High. The sun is shining on me. We up to big things here. Is that he sounds like such a hippie, dude? I swear, I'm just I can't do a DJ Khaled impersonation, but I swear to God, that's exactly how he is. 
Uh, oh, that's amazing. Anyway, where were we? We were talking about the length of this album. Um, to reiterate, 13 songs long, 40 minutes long, and what do we put this guy under? What do we label DJ Khaled? Him? No, no, Nash. Dude, Nash, Jesus Christ, we're not talking about DJ Khaled yet. Don't get too excited. What, genre? Yeah. Alt-pop. Okay. Well, I, that's what I would put yeah. it under, but I guess it's kind of up for interpretation because uh, this is some depressing stuff. Well, I mean, yeah, all pop can be depressing. Um, you know, most but, like like a solid eighty percent of pop music is straight up toxic. You think? Like it really is, and they say that music music influences people's you know mood, like everything about them, how yeah. their day is going. When you if you put on something depressing and listen to it, or if you're listening to death metal on the way home from work, you're gonna be mad when you get home from work. Like music influences your actions, Bro, and like maybe that's why society is so messed up is from listening to so much damn pop music. <laughs> just a theory, but gotcha. I'm probably right because it's just a game theory. I'm always right. I think I've made that joke before. Anyway, um, so I guess we can just get into what we liked about this record. Um, I don't have anything else to say about the guy. I didn't even look him up. I just let you talk for once. So, do you have anything else to say about this preemptively before we start? I mean, if you want to go see him on tour, he's <laughs> he's uh, he's doing the As Broken pro- pro- Hearts tradition. Club tour. Uh, let me see if he's playing anywhere in our area. In our region? In is he our doing in region. North, is it a North I guarantee American tour? He is. Or is it just a U.S. tour? Or? Nah, it's a European tour, apparently. So he will not be playing anywhere near us. I just tracked him on Band in Town. So if that he... is the best app. Band in Town, please sponsor us. Um... <laughs> <laughs> we love you. Uh, best, best app of all time. So if he does show up, we'll go meet him and state our disgruntledness in person. Hell yeah. All right. I think we're ready to move on to the next section. So we he won't even stay see... for the concert. We'll just get VIP, go. <laughs> and scream in his him, face. Give him a slap on the ass and walk out. <laughs> that'll, that'll be it. Slap on the ass. <laughs> just, a, just a nice little love tap that we walk out. We liked your album. We walk out. <laughs> oh, okay. We'll see you in the next section. Dear insecurity, when you're gonna take your hands off me? When you ever gonna let me be proud of who I am? Oh, insecurity, when you're gonna take your hands off me? When you ever gonna let me be just the way I am? What's up, Hollywire? We're hanging out with Nash. Hey. And you're going on tour? Yeah. Right yeah. now, basically. Basically, yeah. Tomorrow I'm going yeah. home to pack, and then um, and then we're heading out, and uh, it's going to be a good time. Number one question, do your cats go on tour with you? And my mom watches them when we go out of town. And, oh, that's nice. um, Yeah, so that's covered, but yeah. I wish they could, and it, it, you know, it's like every day I'm like, I got to get home. I want to see Hazy and Maisie. But. Yeah. Well, that was amazing. Thank you so much. Dear oh, security. Yeah. yeah. That Thanks. was great. It's a beautiful song. I'm it is a very, very beautiful thankful song. for it. And uh, thankful for Ben Abraham, who sings the chorus normally. Um, yeah, he's an amazing dude. How did this song come to be? Because I know your your style has like changed and progressed over the years. Yeah. It's become very uh, positive. So what what was that shift and that change? Um, I I grew a lot mm-hmm. over the last couple years, and um, I got uh, I got a, into therapy, and um, 
got kind of set on my own journey of mental health and uh, it's been a super awesome and enlightening and progressive experience for me. And Dear Insecurity is the last song that um, I worked on for the record. To me, that song in particular really encapsulated the entire journey really well. And so I knew I needed to have it on my album. So when Ben, ben came in and played me the idea of the chorus, while finishing up all the other songs and production and mixing and all this stuff, that song just every day would get like a little bit closer and then it'd get set three steps back and then like two steps forward and it was always just progressing, progressing. And I'm super thankful for that song because at times where I feel down, uh, it gives me something to go and listen to. And, um, you know, I hope it helps. Yeah, yeah, no, it's really, really great. Yeah, thank you. So tell me a bit about the album. How did you come up with the name? Yeah, so, Anything that you want to tell me? Yeah, it's called We. Um, and uh, I've had You, Me, and Us as the first three EPs. So We is the next step in that journey. The most important thing to me about the album We is the idea that uh, if we feel together, then we'll feel better. I just wanted to help. I hope it helps. That's what We means to me. So you were telling me a little bit you meditate every day. Yeah, yeah, um, it's super important for me. Yeah, what else, what else do you do and to keep positive? What I do is I just, I meditate every day and I really focus on things that I'm thankful for. That's usually a good first step if I'm feeling off um, to realign. And then I set a goal. Um, my overarching goal is that I want to help. I'm sure you get to do a lot of like thinking and stuff on tour. Yeah, definitely. Well, yeah, and so the first week I'm bringing a, a, a private yoga instructor with us. Um, Which is to, awesome. To do like, yeah, that. to do like guided meditations with me every day and bring everybody through um, some kind, of, most likely just like restorative for the most part. But um, so yeah, so we're kicking the tour off like that, and uh, and then Zoe will be hanging out for a while, and then and then um, we'll keep practicing and keep exercising and keeping, you know, keep the water going. That's a big thing. And we are live. I don't think I'd ever want to live stream a podcast. I'd be nervous as shit. Five people watching. Not <laughs> even. Yeah, well, then again, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. We haven't done the GoPro for a while. We need to bring that back just as a joke so we can scream at it while it fucks up the audio and the recording and shit. Yeah. Anyway. I was thinking about strapping my GoPro to my car <clears throat> in case if I get in an accident, then I can be like... It was his fault. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> I, I did not drive into this man. He walked into me. Oh, my God. Or did I? <sighs> to be or not to be on the hood of my car. <laughs> that is the question. Oh, God. Where do we start? I mean, I got stuff to say. I can start. Okay. Well, you go ahead. Okay. I'm gonna let you talk. Songs that I liked on this album. Are, what is what are things that you liked about this album overall? First of all, well, like I liked I like the concept of the story that will never be we. I think that's pretty unique. That's pretty cool. That's pretty chill. I like that. Um, I don't know how to pick something that I want to say without turning it into a negative connotation, because a lot of this is like it's good, but it could have been better if this didn't suck. So, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> this could have been a great idea, but you suck. So it's not. Okay. Uh, I thought that insane track number five was probably the first song that I found very tolerable. <laughs> <laughs> 
without a doubt it could have been a lot better oh boy it's gonna be one of those podcasts isn't it it could have been a lot better but uh i don't know it was kind of chill i like the uh i like the ukulele uh i it was fine ukulele is pretty hard to make unique there are because it's such a simple instrument yeah there's you know four strings there's a limited amount of chords you can play without it sounding like complete ass so you're pretty limited <clears throat> to what you can do on it but so, i don't know why people like i feel like ukulele is more of a culture instrument than anything because yeah, like people people fun. overuse I don't it think to it's, death i think it's generally meant to be something to be recorded like wholeheartedly there's very few types of songs you can make on ukulele without it's sounding like everything else that's played on ukulele. So without well, sounding fucking tropical or Hawaiian, like like I, every I single really... time I hear a ukulele, almost every single time, like the only time that I don't find it Hawaiian is like in a Twenty One Pilots song. Like, yeah, they the push only... the boundaries of what's okay and what's not okay. Yeah, <laughs> like, they don't ca- they don't care and they make it work. Uh, a good use of ukulele, like. In a song, I'm yours. Jason Mraz is great. Party favor, Billie Eilish. I think that's really good with the mm. ukulele. Good use of it. So when you get to this song, it's like, well, we've heard this before. Is it as good as those other songs? And to me, it's not. To somebody, the it might be. Is but a whopping nope. That was the first song that I found to be tolerable. Okay. Do you want to say the next one? I can keep going. Um. Well. Um, um, I thought weight was all right. I just think, oh God, I'm not going to have too much to say here because, um, I'm keeping my cool better than I have most of the other podcasts that I shit on stuff. But, um, weight is different in terms of instrumentation and production choice. I will say that there is not much to the lyrics on this album like that I particularly liked um, for reasons that I will get into later. Um, but I thought um, besides the lyrics, as an idea, weight is better. Um, it's more original. Um, it's just more... It's more of his own thing, I feel like, because... A lot of the other stuff on here is not really all that original. Um, but... Um, this, I agree. I thought Wait was a very strong track. Uh, I think it was more of an idea than it was a song, though. It's really uh, short, isn't it? It's like yeah, it can be... It could, it's like two minutes and ten seconds. Oh, okay. Um, it, it's more of an idea than a song, which, again, is to the song's detriment. Um, but, I mean, other than that... Um, there might have been once, I forget, there was one song where I liked the guitar work a lot, I think it was B, um, the song B-E is just, it's just B, um, and the guitar work is a lot more tolerable on that song than it is on a lot of the other songs here, um, and I think Broken Hearts Club was okay. Really? It was, it was... I didn't I'm, like that at all. I'm trying to hold on. It's been a, it's been a hot minute since I've listened to this. So, the, oh no, this is not this. Never mind. The never format, mind. No, the format of the song T-shirt 
is a format that's used in a lot of punk, like, not boy band, but like I'm trying to think. I of that got one some song. major Fallout Boy. Like, yeah, exactly. He was, he was trying to be like an emo rock band from 2005. Thank you. Five. Exactly. There's that one song. Um, trying to remember how it goes. Uh, Sugar, we going down swinging. No, that the song. I'm just a kid and like it was. Oh, like, fucking so, simple plan. Okay, yeah. So I similar. That. I'm just a kid to that. But his <laughs> his goofy little cartoon voice doesn't work. It doesn't fit. Well, so how, aside from that? aside uh, from him singing on that song, that song was good. Again, I'm gonna ah. just gonna go into the next section and go. Okay, this this could have been good, but it's not because of the guy's voice. Well, uh, is, I, I, I think it's, I think there's more say, that but. makes the song not great. But like, ah, uh, ah. Uh, the fucking <laughs> it sounds exactly like what a Fallout Boy song would have sounded like, except like less poetic. Uh, it's more like dumbed down, I think. Uh, and it's so fucking funny because he comes in with all these distorted guitars out of fucking nowhere in the middle of the song, and I I just sat there, I was scratching my head for a second, like what the fuck am I listening to? And then I just started laughing. Because I was like, this is straight out of 2004. You're like, this would have been... Get out of here. This would have been a fucking hit in 2004. But it's 2019. So I get the feeling that the guy listened to some Fallout Boy in his day. Like, I... In his <laughs> day. In his day. Like, I feel, I feel like he was listening when Fallout Boy came out with what was their first album, Under a Cork Tree or whatever like that. No clue. Yeah. I'm not a fan. Okay. I remember that was my shit, too. We were all angsty teenagers at one point. Hey, as I you sit listen- there with the Nirvana t-shirt on. <laughs> Excuse me? Excuse me. Nirvana is still relevant to this day. Kurt Cobain, I love you. You are my fucking hero. Kurt Cobain was a genius. You cannot convince me otherwise. I mean, he's left-handed, so he kind of has to be. What? You know what I mean. What? He masturbates with his other hand, so therefore he is a genius? No. What? Okay, moving forward. Track uh, number six. I'm just going to let you talk. Is a track that Ian does not like. Actually, but, the guitar sounds better but than I found does. favorable. The song is called Dear Insecurity, and the song the song is picking apart the, the thought process of somebody who's struggling mentally and basically saying to their insecurities directly when are you going to leave me alone and just let me be happy the way that I am? And it's a a message in music that I think comes across a lot, but a lot of times it's not direct like this is. Directly confronting your insecurity is kind of buried and hidden within the, the lyrics. But I thought that the reason that this song is so strong to me is the feature has a ridiculously good voice. The feature is someone named Ben Abraham, and this is probably right in the sweet spot of his vocal range because he nails it. Um, I agree with that. He opens up the song with his... Dear uh, insecurity. Yeah, it's really good. you gonna take your hands off me? And then Nash comes in with his little... Yelpy vocal. Cartoony rap rap voice. He's almost like if Watsky was a little more annoying. (laughs) 
That's kind of... <laughs> and if Watsky could sing. What I'm getting here. Oh, God. I bet Watsky could have better pipes than this guy. I'm not going to lie. Rip. But, um, hey. I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm ready to move. Well, actually, do you want to talk about I Hate You, I Love You? Yes. Okay, go ahead. I love the song. I think it's a great song. Uh, it's probably a song that everybody's heard since it's been out since 2015, 17. Yeah, it's been out for a while. It's been out for a while. Somehow it gets put on this 2019 album because, hey, there's nothing like selling more records because of a song everybody already knows. I so, mean, hey. I don't know. Uh, I don't know Alice why Martin it's on did this. the same thing. So. Who? Alice Merton did the same thing with No Roots. No Roots came out in like 2016 and then she put it on. Did she already have an EP out? Yeah. With that song on it? No, she had a single out with that song, and then she had an EP out with Lash Out, and I think one other song off of that album. Okay. Anyway. Well, I Hate You, I Love You was on one of his EPs, I'm not sure which one, and then it pops up again on this album, and I'm just like, bro, what you doing? Why? Why you do this? But I do like, I do uh Yeah, I, do I like don't understand song. why it's here, honestly. It doesn't you, even, it, it doesn't even. It's gotta be, it's gotta be for sales. People see that song and they might consider buying the album or adding the whole album rather than just the single. So it's probably a sales thing. It's kind of sad, but it's still a really good song. If we were to dissect it, you kind of see a man and a woman not talking to each other but conflicting their two different sides um, about a... Fallout, falling out. Yeah, it's not even a breakup, is it? Like because it was, out. it's a girl. It was a uh, a girl in it's high like school and her and her best friend, who she always had feelings for, but he never wanted her. He always wanted someone else. So if we were to dive into the lyrics, which we're not really gonna do, he because it's, it's not worth it. He, it's basically, I hate you. I love you. I hate that. I love you. Don't want to, but I can't put nobody else above you. I hate you. I can I you, want you stop? Can you? Just... I hate that. I want you. You want her. You need her, and I'll never be her. That's essentially the gist of the entire song. And then Nash comes in with his little. You said it would, and then you f and did. Mister, <laughs> his I know. What was that. the? What was the? What was the? What was the? Spiel. What was the? The the line that really fucking impressed me off that song was um uh the. <laughs> I laughed when I heard this too. Oh god, I feel so bad. But um, where is it? Fuck, where is it? Uh, uh. Oh, the like, while you're doing that, the instrumental is pretty strong too. I think it's got pianos. It's, it's got some. It's strings, more it's... emotional than a lot of the other stuff on here. Yeah, and honestly, this is a song that I'd put on. I don't know what playlist I'd put this on because I don't have a there depressing, is. sad person playlist. But if I were to have this, this is certainly a song I would put on. And it, watch I, me nail this flow real quick, though. He's right. this is the one line flow it that what this is the best rhyme scheme I've ever heard in my entire life out of a rapper. It goes, "If I pulled a U on you, you wouldn't like that shit. I put this reel out, but you wouldn't bite that shit." I type a text, but I never mind that shit. I got these feelings, but you never mind that shit. Just a solid fucking mic drop right there, boys. Like, what? 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 I, I, I need to save this for the next section because 
I'm gonna have fun talking about this. Now I'm getting riled up. Okay, calm it down. Bring it back. Center. Bring it back. Center my energy. Get your yoga center pants my chi. On. Yoga pants. Oh yeah, fuck. Where I don't have yoga pants. Yeah. I do need some. Although they're never mind. They're Keep so it clean, damn expensive. PG. I was gonna buy you a pair for Christmas, and they're like way too expensive. They're <laughs> out of my budget. <laughs> what? They're way too expensive, and yet you buy me expensive shit every single year. You buy me original pieces of artwork every year. Moving on like, to the next what section. The hell? Stop spending so much money on me. Everybody signed a petition for Tyler to stop spending so much money on me for Christmas, please. Okay, um, let's talk about some of the detriments to this album because there are quite a few of them. Number one, we stated earlier that he produced his own stuff, which I did not know but explains a lot because a lot of the production choices on this album are god-awful. They are so bad. Like Some of the tones on the guitar that he puts on makes the guitar sound so plinky and plucky and so synthetic to the point of unlistenability. Um, it is disgusting to my ears at some points. That's why I said some of the guitar work is better than others. Like, usually, I, th- I think it's hard to fuck up guitar work. Like, let's be honest here. <laughs> it's really, really hard to make a guitar sound bad. Like, you have to have talent to screw up that bad. But he does it. And it's incredible. Like, I'm just sitting here in awe. And the fact that this man managed to screw up a guitar tone. Yep. Like, a lot of them can be, like, just eh. Like, kind of alright. Some of them are really good. Some of them are just good. But this is awful. Like, I can rarely say that I hate a guitar tone. But 
fucking hell. Like, even from the first song, the get-go, it's just... What were you thinking? Jesus Christ. And can we talk about T-Shirt just for a little bit? Because I, I did get some angsty Fallout Boy vibes from it. And holy fuck, I thought it was hilarious. Because the chorus is just... Like... Those bands like Fall Out Boy or Panic at the Disco or Paramore, all of those emo bands that we all used to listen to back in high school, um, they were at they at least had a little bit of mer- lyrical merit in my opinion because they were more poetic than other people could be, um, at least other people on the radio. Um, and <sighs> I'm on the wrong fucking song. <laughs> t-shirt the the chorus oh my god when the the punk guitar first came in i almost cried out of pure happiness and oh my god hilarity i was just i was i was having some flashbacks i was getting ptsd the one thing that i have uh is why does this song exist in 2019 do you have an answer for me, Tyler? Because I, I don't. Like, why does... Why did you think that this was a good idea to put out in 2019? This song would have made the top charts back in 2004. But... This is 15 years later. You're ripping off Fallout Boy now? Like, that's just not... <laughs> that's not a good business plan. Like... That's like Facebook ripping off the early stages of MySpace in 2019. It just doesn't work, right? Like, what the... It's a good point. I didn't think about it that way. Why Why? Why would you choose to do that? Okay, I'm going to talk about my overall problems again because his voice... And I feel like you can rip on this with me. The first time you told me to listen... Can. You told me to listen to the album the first time and you were just like, you have to get past his voice, all right? But it's pretty good. And I listened through it, and dear God. So um, let's, let, let, let's let the record show. When I, when I found this album, uh, I was... More impressed than you are now. No, 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 not even that. When I found this album, it was on the newly released section on the uh, Apple, Apple Music. Music yep. So I added good place it, to find stuff, and it though. was rated pretty high i think it was like a four four point something out of five stars so i i added it and as i was i i was actually taking a training course which was about an hour away and every day when i was driving i'd listen to a different record on the way down and this was like five o'clock in the morning and then like three o'clock in the afternoon back so basically what was happening was i was kind of paying attention to the one in the morning because it was like five o'clock and i wasn't really comprehending anything that was happening so i'm just like bobbing my head like half asleep like yeah okay we could talk about this this is probably fine and i listened to it once and i was like ian we should do this we should talk about it it's got some pop melodies that were probably more beneficial than uh detriment and then uh I, I told actually, him to listen to it again. I actually listened to it critically, and that's when the Titanic sunk. <laughs> so that's when the cow flew over the moon and fucking speared itself. Yeah. So that's that's his voice. That's that's when the that's that's. I'm not even gonna say that his voice cannot be put to good use because I don't believe there is any voice that cannot be put to good use. Let the record show that the auto-tune on his voice across the record is horrible. 
Um, oh my god! Just, as soon as the auto tune came in, I'm like, God, this is like when the this was like when the Europeans raped the Native Americans. <laughs> I was like, this is this is comparable. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I didn't see that coming. What the fuck? Oh my god! Too far. Too far. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> Two hundred years ago. <laughs> fuck. Oh my god, it's... It's like that's happening in your ears, I can attest to that. That's just... I, I'm not gonna say that his voice is bad, but it's bad. So... I can't get I the mean, Native American image like, out of my head. They're just stop. chanting around a fire, having a good time, and these guys with guns come, and you're like, oh, Nash is here to <laughs> oh save the god. day. Oh my god, he starts I, I, singing. I, I, could, I, I could see his voice working in another context, but the way that he puts his voice... And the way that he puts his voice over these instrumentals, the instrumentals are so dumbed down at some points, and they're so, like, same basic four chords that you hear in every single pop song. And I'm just sitting here, like, your voice could might be good in a different area of thought completely. Like, if you were in a different realm, like a different dimension from this music, you'd be fine. But here in the pop world, Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. And what was the one song? It was Imagine If or something like that. It sounds like Post Malone and AJR had really, really bad sex with a cactus. And the baby popped out, and it's deformed, it has one arm, two fingers, uh, a leg and a half, and it's born with both genitals. Like, that is the, that is the accumulation of this song. The accumulation? That's not the right word. That is the, you know what I mean. Hermaphrodite. Hermaphrodite, sure. We'll go with that. This, oh my god. It's like it's like AJR was on the beats, but then he was trying to have the same like post Malone pop appeal and like that same heavy bass that he loves and the same auto tune croon, but it just turns out horrible. Um, and the rest of this stuff is just generic, trying to be alt pop, trying to be depressed. There is nothing special about the lyrics across this record. Unfortunately, um, not. Yeah. Um, they're so dumbed down to the point, like, I can see what you were saying with, like, being blunt, and be- being blunt is an aesthetic, okay? That, like, that's a that's a feeling that you go for in music. I get that from none of this. Right. I don't get the feeling of trying to be blunt. I get the feeling of fake, deep lyrics. Like, they're, there's just, they're separable completely. They're in two different realms of being. And I, it's easy to distinguish which one is which. And I can see the... I can see the appeal that this record would have for some people, like just lyrically, how people would connect with this. I understand, but the way that he presents it is atrocious. It's absolutely horrible. Um, and oh my god, I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm done. I'm done talking. That's all I have to say. I don't even want to talk about all the tracks on this record because it's not worth it. 
Like it's it's just you're getting the same thing over and over at some point with a few tracks here that you're like, oh, that's different in the worst way possible, but that's it. Um, so one side of this record, you're getting generic alt pop, trying to be cool, kind of depressed boy, um, with the worst guitar tones that you've ever heard in your life, and then the other half of the record, you're getting him. Um, trying to be Post Malone and AJR together, but they just had a really, really ugly kid. And that is the culmination of this record. Cum- culmination! That's what that's the word I was looking for. Bro. <laughs> what is that, a flat? Anyway, uh, I'm ready to close out because I, I don't want to get any more upset than I already am. Are we are we good? We're ready. Okay. 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 What's your favorite thing about going on tour? So the tour is the only place where music is actually able to be like a physical thing for people, mm-hmm. because otherwise we're all just still existing in the digital realm, right? right. So, um, so when I have a tour, I like to think that that maybe is going to bring somebody in who um, maybe maybe wants to feel better. And then I come to them, and I'm bringing them my best energy and my best excitement and my and my best positivity in that moment the best I can that day. And hopefully they walk away feeling better than they did when they came in. And uh, that's that's really all I care about in life. <laughs> so tour is like the ultimate like dojo right. for me to do that. For sure. Yeah. I love it. Thanks. Okay, we are gonna play Hollywoods with Nash. Go ahead and spin the wheel. I'm Give very it excited all to got. spin this wheel. <laughs> oh good, I'll say that was you like do a it again? 50%. No, we got this. Celeb crush, easy answer, Emma Watson. <laughs> I think she's incredible. I was in an indie band in, in college, and uh, my bandmate and I, Sean, we were best friends in high school. We used to hang a photo of her on the DJ booth. You want me to do it again? Of course, yeah. Okay, sounds great. Awesome. Boop. Boop. Embarrassing fan moment? Do you know those little, like, pop dolls with, like, the big rectangular heads and then the little tiny bodies? Mm-hmm. Someone in Sacramento brought me a doll that was some character from some movie that they made Nash. And I was like, this is so cool. And I put it in my studio. <laughs> thank you so much for coming in. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, thank you. Anyway, um, we need a studio. We do. We need a studio. Uh, get us more AdSense. Bands in Town, please sponsor us. Um, get more people to listen because we live off of money. And... If, dude, and like actually though if we had a studio space i would freaking be living there all day every i would day. T- we could use your fucking I'd s- attic I'd above your above your <laughs> above your above your uh garage i'm talking about like that. a real space that you rent yeah that would be cool that would be insane that would be awesome I, i'd feel like we made it at that point let's make that our long-term goal why are there so many noises in my house well, it sounds like... Oh, that's a blender. Never mind. Um, <laughs> it sounded like a fucking chainsaw was going down on downstairs, and I was about to freak out. Um, but anyway, um, in my opinion, this album was not worth listening to. I wouldn't really waste your time. Um, I, I hate saying that. I listen that. to the single, I Hate You, I Love You. Ignore that one little rap, because <laughs> it's, it's, it's holy, is what it is. <laughs> but... I it's it's divine. There's a actually it had to be a god that came up with this kind of stuff. I would say that song, "Dear Insecurity" and "Wait" are probably your the, best bets. The, the, yeah, your best bets on this album. So like, 
there's certain people that Dear Security is really gonna like resonate well with. So certainly, if I you're, think a lot of this stuff, like the any of this song, if you if that sort in of that, stage if that fits in that in your <coughs> your vein of music that you listen to, bless you. Then <coughs> more of where that came from. <coughs> Then it would probably appeal to you. Uh, Broken Hearts Club might appeal to someone, but God, it's not me. And I think that, honestly, like, critically, Wait is probably the most promising song on this, and it's an idea. It's mixed well. I think it sounds good. I like the idea of it, and it's just not much substance. No. It's very small. It's, it's like being formed. It's a sample. So that just, being said, I would not recommend. I wouldn't put this on my recommended album. I'm never gonna list. listen to a song of this ever again. I'm, I'm probably not gonna listen to it again. It's gonna be removed from my library shortly after yeah. this is finished yeah, being recorded. I'm done with this. But uh, <clears throat> um, yeah, yeah. What would you rate it? Uh, probably. I'm giving like, it a medium two. A two or a three, yeah. Worse than Imagine Dragons. It was that bad. No, it wasn't as bad as Imagine Dragons for me, but it was bad. Oh, really? I think it was worse. I still... I'm going to say this every episode, that we rate something badly and compare it to Imagine Dragons, but I... I Imagine Dragons... I gave a strong one to Imagine Dragons. I still see... I still still see merit in it. I still see ideas, samples that I like. Yeah, I... Like, there are ideas... For something to be a one or a zero, it has to be of so little substance or anything of redeeming value that, like, it has to be, like, even if it's just, if an album's just mediocre, like, it's just a five or a four or something like that, and it has, like, a couple decent ideas, but, like, and even, like, a three has... Hi, Mom. Hi. How are you? Hey. Anyway, 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 where were we? Um, it has to be of well, like even a three, even a three or a two has some redeeming qualities to it, right? It has ideas there that are worth listening to, um, maybe depending on the person, right? But to be a one or anything like that, it has to be so devoid of anything of value and so grating to your ears. It has to be to the point where it's painful to listen to for me. Like, because that's like, there is an end of music like that, that exists. Right. So stuff that's semi tolerable, you know, you can put up there in like the three or the two, right. I'm kind of just explaining my grading system, but like nothing wrong with that. This, this, this project is devoid of a lot. Let's just say that. Um, yeah, I'm going with a light to a medium too on on this. I'd give it like a 2.3 or a 2.5. I give it a late 2 to an early 3. But you're, that's just me. You're much I'm more much generous, lighter. certainly, but I try and find the positive. I don't focus on the negative. So when things suck, they suck, but I'm not going to rate them a zero, you know? Kind of one of those things. Yeah, I, I, I don't see myself rating anything as zero in the near future unless something comes up where it's so bad. In which case, we will most definitely talk about it. Yes, we have to. We ha- we'd have to do that. But anyway, <clears throat> thank you for listening. Uh, we appreciate your time coming out and listening to the podcast. Go and give us a follow on Instagram. 
uh, along with possibly some of your suggestions for the podcast or suggestions for albums that we should listen to because we've gotten a couple of those before and we always love uh, hearing what you think we should listen to and um, it's kind of your funeral or a Russian roulette of whether or not we like it or not. So you can either hear us really like your album or shit on your album, but give us your opinions anyway because we love hearing them. Um, and... F- as always, um, I would always say go and at least try to listen to some of this stuff because you might find something um, that you like that we just maybe missed or we didn't pick up on or we didn't particularly like personally. But um, go and show the artist a little bit of a little bit of love because um, um, that's what we're here for. Um, but anyway, we hope you enjoyed listening. We will be back same time. Uh, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard next Friday. And, uh, that's, that's all I got. Um, thank you for listening. We'll see you in the next one. Take care.